only hour when we listen and gain our knowledge and power, we turn to the no bullshit hour. No bullshit. Let's just end breaking this. No more bullshit. No more bullshit. No bullshit. We up, baby? You are. September 11th, 2020. We will be remembering September 11th today. I was there. I'll never forget it. Let me tell you about this flag. I've been carrying it around every day for 19 years. But we got a show. First, no bullshit news hour, 100% no bullshit, 100% of the time. Thank you all. Thank you all. We surpassed 4 million downloads, making us the most listened to news hour in the state of Michigan. Hear that, Governor? Can't run forever. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Congratulations, guys. I also forgot to tell you two weeks ago was episode 100. We didn't even have a big celebration for that. I thought I was episode 100. (laughs) Look at that. That's what you do to me, Rocky. (laughs) today we will be bringing the news that you're not getting that you need crime in the protests of the street of detroit straight from the chief of police mouth the news on the skyscraper ripoff downtown the federal corruption probe on city hall but first joining us my favorite republican rocky raskowski retired united states colonel former michigan house majority leader trump campaign national advisory board member chairman of the oakland county republican party in short malcolm yt that's right malcolm (laughs) (laughs) never been called that before that's yours man always good to see you karen always good to see you charlie we get we and my friend put that on his uh cv on his friend of karen dumas karen's like friends with every i can't peg karen can't peg you karen that's good don't know it Everybody wants to snuggle with Karen, but she's taken. <laughs> it's your brains, Karen, and, and your really warm feet. Wow. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I'm already starting to regret being on this show. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I regret it too, dude. And what's up with the fucking blazer, man? <laughs> Colonel? I thought I'd bring some culture to the show once in a while. Listen, Skipper, you couldn't afford brass buttons? What's going on here? No, these are, these are solid. What's up with that haircut, man? It's like a mullet in the back. Like, what have you been eating? It's an hair? old army style haircut. It's called a Princeton. Uh, it was very popular in the fifties. I'm bringing it back. Republicans. <laughs> I'm bringing why it back. Why do Republicans always want to go back to the fifties or sixties? I, I, I detect some type of, you know. Because that's when Republicans. That's when Republicans were getting the support of the African American community of the Black community. Because if you remember, it was the Republicans that helped pass the Civil Rights Act that LBJ put on the table. It was the Democrats that barred blacks from being seated at the Democratic convention in Chicago. So, so yeah, we like to do this like, time. 
What are you doing this time around? Yeah, those those Mississippi listen, Republicans. Listen, I keep were, telling my friends in the in the African American well, community, well practiced. walk away from the plantation of the Democratic Party. Ooh, come you on! Have other, you have other black friends. I thought I was your only one, Rocky. <laughs> uh, trust me, I have a lot of friends across every single aisle, every single ethnicity, racial, gender, everything. We, right. we are a Big Ten party. We are the true Big Ten. Colonel, party. Colonel, put but a hey, cork it's, in it. It's, I'm not here. Colonel, to talk put about a cork me. in it. I got to get to some business. All right, before we just let you go off, as always, the No Bullshit News Hour Facebook Live is brought to you by American Coney Island, our dear friends at American Coney Island, Detroit's oldest family-run restaurant at the corner of Lafayette, Michigan Avenue. It's open. Come on down. And if you don't want to go out, you can always get a Coney kit sent to your door. Go to AmericanConeyIsland.com. Best hot dogs with onions. And it's true. And you know what, Rock? We're going to send you a kit. And a no bullshit, uh, fix the shit T-shirt brought to you by our friend Luke Nowacki. Luke Nowacki, Pinnacle Well Strategies, right? Where's his number? Two four eight six six three four seven four eight for rational financial advice. Let me tell you something, folks. Luke's latest client is my mother. Hey, my mother. That's like you don't fuck with my mother. Like I, <laughs> I trust Luke for rational financial advice she's 75 years old she's got to get her shit together she's thinking about investing in gold and i'm like mom mom talk to luke lay it out your life's plans your assets your debts what to do if i'm referring my mother believe me i believe in the guy luke nowacki at uh 248-663-4748 get rational and get your affairs in order hit me Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRASIPC. Royal Alliance Associates Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names. Products or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Inc. Bravo. Well done. Hey, Rocky. Rocky. Yes. You got a lot of Trump shit behind you. You got the blazer on. Let me just remind you of something. You want me to take it off? Four years ago at the debates, the Republican debates at the Fox Theater in downtown Detroit, Featuring the big orange orangutan Donald Trump, little Marco Rubio with the little hands, lion Ted Cruz and doddering John Kasich. You came up to me with a dossier. It was, a, yeah. it was opposition research on Donald Trump. You were peddling Donald Trump material, which was okay, but I had read all of it in the newspapers. What changed? Why, why are you for Trump now? I mean, what happened? You didn't like the guy. No, I, I was for Trump. I was asking you if, if this is true and what what you think of it. If, if you look at back, when we went to the original debate, uh, the first debate that we went to and where I actually saw you was in Cleveland. Do you remember that? I was there with JJ. I would, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a, right. Hey, you guys we were took sitting a picture. around boozing it up. We took up. a picture, and yeah. I was wearing a Trump button, and uh, a lot has changed. He was a candidate that spoke no BS, so to speak. The other candidates were still a little bit more in the political mold of what a, a normal Republican was. And I think that a lot has changed in the last four years where the Republican Party has gone a little bit more conservative populist, where we actually support the workers as well and support bringing back jobs back to Mich into the back to the United States and especially manufacturing back to Michigan uh, from China, because China is becoming a, a national security threat. And I think that the cure for that disease is another four years of Donald Trump. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, 
So, Rocky, why are so many Republicans abandoning the party and going against Donald Trump? You, you sir, with former Governor Rick Snyder, uh, you know, some legislature. I mean, wait a minute, Rick Snyder's a Republican. John Kasich, Mark Fellauer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you're you're talking about folks like the Lincoln Project. Yes. Actually, right. um, it, it may show. seem like there's more that are leaving the Republican Party, but that's not the case. Actually, Donald Trump has the larger a larger Republican base than what Ronald Reagan had when he ran for his second uh, uh, his second nomination as president of the United States. Yeah, just jump in. Well, there this, this there's fuck, always people this that guy are talk, anti-loyal. He'll to, talk to on the infinitum. You got to jump in on Rocky. Listen, uh, Joe Biden. Biden Biden has more people that have left the Democratic Party uh, during his nomination than Donald Trump has that have left the Republican Party. I, Rocky, I, I, Rocky, I, I don't. I, there's I, a lot more money. You can't do this. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut him off. Cut him off. All cut right, him off. He's down. Rocky, we're gonna have a discussion. You're not gonna come on in and do all the talking points. We're gonna. It's no bullshit. Turn him back up, Rocky. Yeah, you got to turn up the volume, Rocky. Yeah. yeah, we turned you off for a minute. Now listen. The word is Trump might be quitting Michigan. He doesn't think maybe he can take it. You're, you, come on, what's what's going on there? Is he going to not make the uh, Michigan on his itinerary for the rest of the political cycle? I, I don't know what word you're listening to, but he was just in Michigan. I know, and he had an incredible, is, incredible uh, amount of people that showed up. Is that the up last one? In no masks. Is that the last one? Uh, people wore masks. Let's not go there. People were socially distancing. Is that What's the that? last one? Is that his last trip to Michigan? Oh, hell no. He's going to be here at least three more, three to four more times. He okay. made that very clear. He said that he's going to be here for John James. He's going to be here for candidates like uh, Erica Saki and, and Paul Young, who are running for Congress. He'll be here. Okay, so let's do this. So your, your boy's in the news. Trump's in the news for Bob Woodward's new book called Rage. And basically, the bluster out there is... Trump lied or downplayed the COVID threat. I'm not, I've been, I was up all night talking to liberal friends of mine, reporter friends of mine. I'm not sure it's a lie, but hey, it's Mark, not a do, lie. We, do we, do we got, do we got some clips here? Yeah, here's the audio. We're going to get to the I movie. wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down. Yes, sir. Because I don't want to create a panic. You just breathe the air. That's how it's uh, passed. Uh, it's also more deadly than your. You know, your even your strenuous flus. So, dude, did Trump cost yeah. his lives? Look, he's he's in in February telling the public. Uh, oh, he's in February telling Bob Woodward like this. This is a nasty thing, man. It's five times more deadly than the flu. It's very strenuous. Then at the end of the month, he's in South Carolina telling his supporters, very rabid supporters, that it's a hoax. And then in, in, in March, he's talking about he's downplaying it. I mean, is that a lie? Karen, is that a lie? No. No. <laughs> Karen, no. is that let me, a lie? Let me tell you what he what? did do. Charlie, Charlie, here's what he did do. He basically put in the, uh, the travel ban to China at the end of January. He had FEMA and CDC and the NIH, which is the National Institute of Health, already coordinating in the middle of January preparing for this. And we didn't know yes, what wait. the outbreak, what the numbers were going to be. Everybody can look back, but 20, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Everybody can look back. He actually did everything that the Democrats said that they would do if they were in office. Hold on, Karen, was that a lie? Karen, 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 Karen. Can anybody hear me on this thing? I can hear you. Karen, is is that a lie? Did he lie? Because I was up all night. Look, I turned off cable. 
during COVID and everything. And I feel like I got to turn it back on now because it's the cycle. I'm, I wish I'll I had I'll get you a fire it. stick. Was it a lie, Karen? Charlie, is anything that Donald Trump says not a lie? Donald Trump... Oh. No, seriously, Rocky. I mean, he... Mm. positioning at its at its best. I mean, you've got to look at the numbers. You've got to look at the fact that we do not have a federal protocol for responding to this. The growing numbers, I mean, his stop, um, stop, stop, stop. Did he lie? No. Karen, did he lie? Yes. How did he lie? Charlie, I don't know. I, I just Mark, I, did he lie? Um, I don't know if I'd characterize it as a lie. It's certainly misleading. Misleading. Okay, maybe that's Well, I, I wanted to get there because, yes, completely misleading. And when you call it a hoax and people don't wear masks, they're following you and you're saying something else in private. When you say it's going to mysteriously disappear when it gets warmer in April, I mean, he he knew better than that. And if he didn't know better than that. No, he didn't know better than that. Well, then that's, well, that's, that's even that's worse. What, the, the projection from even Dr. Fauci and Dr. Uh, uh, Brax basically Brax. said that that this may be like the flu, and and in the summer it may evaporate. But, but he knew it, it wasn't like the flu. But how do you say a how do you say a pandemic and a virus is going to evaporate? I mean, if he did not know, he certainly like has access. Does. Excuse me. But he knew it wasn't what like the flu. flu does in warmer temperatures. The flu doesn't disappear. It spikes, but it doesn't disappear. Guys, so epi- it, 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 stop it! Stop it! The whole fucking country, stop it! Like everybody's an epidemiologist. I just asked, was it a lie? Okay, no, it was misleading. Here's the issue. That's no leader. That's not a leader. A leader, a a person that can speak to people, would say, look, this thing could be nasty. This is what I know. Do not panic. Prepare yourself. We may have to take some measures that you're not going to like. But we did not get that. We got mixed messages. I'm getting super confused about this guy and what this is really about. Because last week, Colonel, thank you for your service, an Iraq veteran, a brother of mine. My mom's a Republican. She's with Trump. I'm for Trump people. I'm for Biden people. I'm even for Marxists. That's what makes a country great. But last week, he was denigrating the military. No, he wasn't. Hmm, go ahead. No, he wasn't. Go ahead. You're on the no. You're on the no BS News Hour. Bullshit. And you haven't yeah. read what the Atlantic Monthly just put out. Go on. The Atlantic Monthly just put out today that the article may have been incorrect. Oh, on what? Be- because Fox News even even went to some sources and verified much of that. So no, 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 not the comments. They didn't verify the comments. They verified that he didn't go, and it was because of weather. They verified the factual parts of the comment of of the article. They didn't verify the accusations by these four alleged sources that said that he he called the dead soldiers that died in war losers. See, this is the oldest and, one in the me, book. If 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 someone would have said that, then they would have lost my support. I've seen this president do more for veterans than any other president in the United States since Ronald Reagan and FDR. Well, I am going to say, I can, I can hammer this guy for a lot of stuff, and, and I can, and we will. And when I'm calling my liberal friends and my, my relatives and fe- fe- fellow journalists, 
it starts to devolve into Melania and the heels and uh, <laughs> the Ukraine and uh, the inauguration. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I just, if this is what I'm supposed to pay attention to this week, I want this thing locked down. Tell me what to think. So I know as a journalist what happens, how you discredit an article or research. You pick out a fact that would be wrong. And again, we all knew Trump's excuse was the weather, but nobody's disputing that these four alleged sources, because conservative media has also verified that he said these things. No, no, no. They no, they did not, Charlie. We're on the no BS news hour. Bullshit. Don't give me BS. Bullshit. No one hour. said all five individuals that were there, including Bolton, have said he didn't say that. There was one person that has been silent, and that is General Kelly, who was the chief of staff at that time who did go, who drove and, and gave the speech on behalf of the United States. And then he went on, the president went on to other ceremonies the next day in France. So don't, don't give me that. And for the Atlantic to come out and say that the article may have been false is a big Did, did they say false teller. or there was some factual inaccuracies? What's, well, what do you say? I'm sorry, Charlie. No, they said ahead. that it may have been incorrect. Might, might have, that's false. Might need it. No, that's not how it works. How it works is if there's something incorrect in the story, you fix it. It's called a correction. Doesn't mean the whole story. Yeah, well, story they corrected correct. it by stating that the story may have incorrect, may have inconsistencies and uh, problems with uh, with facts. So, Karen, go ahead. Uh, you can check it out. Charlie, uh, not Charlie, Rocky. But what do you th- what do you say about the uh, audio content from the Woodward interview? I mean, how do how do you dispel those things? That's that's something we're hearing. That's not somebody else's interpretation. I, I don't see what was wrong with a lot of the things that he said. Listen, this guy is a counterpuncher. This guy speaks whatever is on top of his head uh, in his mind. And that's a scary. He's thought. not a typical. You no, know, he's not a typical politician. He's a refreshing breath of fresh air that we needed in Washington to clean out the swamp. And we're, we, we're no we have closer. someone that's not we're, lying, we're no that's closer. telling people the truth. And, and if he basically said, listen, I, I didn't want people to get freaked out about the coronavirus because he doesn't want the stock market to fall. I think that's in the best but interest it crashed of the anyway. United States. <laughs> well, I will say anyway. this. Again, look at it now. Look as, at it as, now. As the leader of a nation, your job indeed is to stop chaos and panic. But there's another Correct. way to do it. Yeah. It's to level with us. I'm sorry. That's where I rarely speak about national politics because I'm only an observer. But we're getting close now. But if had Whitmer said that, if Whitmer was on tape saying just what Trump said, what would you be doing now? What would you be saying? Because I know what I'd be saying. Failure. No, I'd be saying I'd be saying the same thing. I listen. I don't have a problem with what Governor Whitmer has done. I have a problem with how she institutes it. Uh, for example, in the state of Michigan, all right, we we allow for kids to play b- uh, football and basketball and, and high school sports. We allow for gyms to be open, but movie theaters can't be open. Now, I, if that's not I the most you. ridiculous, no rhyme or reason, wh- where does she get her facts to keep movie theaters closed? Well, th- that's, I, I don't get it. Here's my problem with it. And I agree. She has had some very confusing um, orders and edicts. My problem is, why does everybody have to say everything that this person has done has been right, this person has done has been wrong. I mean, Trump has done a lot of things wrong with the coronavirus. As has Whitmer. He's done a lot of things that were right. Here's, Mark, I got to tell you. I I feel like he's done very few things. I mean, whatever happened to prepare for the worst, hope for the the best. The testing was a total failure. 
Uh, you can blame the CDC. You can blame whoever. We have more testing failing. than any country in the world, guys. Dude, the lag yeah. time's too deep for it to be effective. Like, let me do this now. Let me move to Whitmer, who Thursday morning decides she's going to jump into the fray. Yeah. Oh, is that my cue? That's your cue. <laughs> Four million people was that this administration has been reckless and and not particularly well informed. Um, I I never believe that they read all the briefings that they're supposed to read. But it's a whole nother thing to be reckless or or ignorant and to be deceptive and to have American lives lost because of it. They knew they didn't tell us. And I think the the biggest enemy of the state right now is the misinformation that's coming out of the head of state. Wow. I think the biggest threat to the American people is the American president right now. Yeah, great. Great. We've got a, a governor that's gone rogue using the state payers tax dollars and the pay- podium of the governor's office to basically bring in politics. That's what she's doing. Well, here's, here's what I'm looking at, again, with leadership. You took the pulpit that you're renting from me, from us. Yeah. And, and those are prepared statements. You can see the script, looking at a teleprompter. I, I can't be sure because reporters aren't allowed in anymore to check out such details. But the country's so divided that I'm looking for a leader that's uniting in some way. She's also the national campaign co-chairperson for Biden. This isn't what I need because... We, we knew, we all knew there was a toilet paper run. We knew. We knew uh-huh. two hours after she allowed the Democratic primary to go through that miraculously the first two cases show up and she shuts the whole state down. I'm not buying that, nor am I buying your reaction to the nursing home, your inaction to the nursing homes, your lack of testing, your lack of data, your lack of openness and honesty. I'm not, I know... She's to blame as well. And all we're doing is finding convenient places to go, friendly people in the media to project your message, and none of us are getting the whole truth. Where's the leadership? Where's it'll, the leadership? It'll appear it, I'll tell you what. I think the uh, leadership will appear its ugly head, or at least its proper head, after the election. Once uh, the election passes, hopefully calmer heads will prevail and we'll get back to leading and putting people first instead of building someone's political uh, positioning and political power ahead of what's best for our country and our state. But Rocky, that's what's happening at the federal level. That's what's happening at the state level. I mean, and as Charlie has said, this isn't about party. This isn't about politics. This is about who's doing what to represent the people that they represent, which are, which cross party lines. And we don't necessarily see that at either level. Wait a minute. Trump is is the only president in a long time of Republicans and Democrats that has destroyed some of it. No, let's let's look at what Trump's done. He's actually destroyed some of the concepts of what the Republicans believed and said, let's look at it differently. For example, on free trade, he's brought a populist message on trade into the mainstream of the Republican Party. That's why you have Kasich leaving the Republican Party, because he wants to export more jobs to China. Trump wants more jobs in the U.S. So I I hear what you're saying. And by the way, you started, Charlie, you started the program with September 11th. Yeah. 
I, you know what I like? I like remembering September 12th because on September 12th, the day after there were no Republicans or Democrats. We were all Americans. We were all until September 14th. Nah, I mean, until yeah. September 12th that yeah. week unless you're Muslim. Let me, let me, let me and I don't and I don't think that it's legitimate I think we I think it's human nature for us to support each other but then as time goes on we we all revert back to our political corners or our racial corners or our economic corners and all of that is lost and let me remind I mean, you not, then, then, we'll then take we money say, out of politics take let money me out remind of you about September 12th. There were no Democrats or Republicans because they were all hiding in bunkers. That was the day of the working person. That was the day of the firefighter and the cop and the nurse. That's who was running this shit. Everybody else was hiding. Amen. Never forget that. I long for those days. Those ugly days where we were actually people together. Now, in... Michigan, we're going to, there's going to be, we passed an amendment to the Constitution in 2018. It's going to be mail-in ballots, okay? We now know that Detroit, Janice Winfrey in there, can't count (laughs) ballots. At issue is this. The mail-ins, the envelope, let's call it a receipt. That's written in a book. We got the receipt. Then the vote is counted. Let's call that the vote. The receipts, the number of receipts, envelopes, did not match the number of votes. There were more votes than received ballots. So, we have, I'm not saying there's anything wrong, nobody's going to stuff ballot boxes, but if Trump loses, you're you're, you're in his inner circle, will he go quietly or are we going to have a long, drawn-out national hysteria where the, the worst thing is we no longer believe in our process. What's the plan? Do you believe? Because Trump already tried this before. Remember when he first got oh, in? Oh, he didn't try anything. Come on, Charlie. Well, he did. Trump, Trump is the president of the United States. And, and win or lose, if he wins, we've got another four years. If, if for some un, ungodly reason he loses, then we have, we have Hyden as the president. Hyden. So that's how it is. So we have it from you, a member of the inner circle. Yeah, that, absolutely. And what if it takes a week to count them? Because that's that's the deal. Will, will he accept that and go quiet? Well, listen, the president the president doesn't take the oath of office until January twenty first of the following year, if you recall that. And and by the way, if you recall back in two thousand, you have the Gore Bush yep. uh, counting chads, hanging chads, and all that in Miami Dade County that basically took almost three weeks where. Olson had a, a Supreme Court case on, uh, on on who won that election. I'm glad you brought that up yep. because, you know, the irregularities with uh, the mail-in ballots. And look, uh, 500,000 have been returned to the Secretary of State for returned to sender, no longer lives at the address or they're dead. That's at least 500,000 out there. I sent one back. But there's a ton of them. Michigan went to Trump by like just under 11,000 votes. Uh, Florida 10,771. Florida went to Bush by 500. It's really yeah. important. This could be the, if we lose faith in the process, then we've really lost ourselves. Worse than what's going on in the streets, I I believe. But did we lose faith in well, the process? Well, who's funding this? Who's funding this this faith in the, uh, making us lose faith in the process? Uh, is it me, China? Is it Russia? Is the Democratic <laughs> National Committee? Did it's, you really put those three in the same group? Yes, I did. 
It's all the yes, parties. Yes, I did. It's all the parties because both of these parties, come on, Rocky, be honest. Both of them are businesses. Mm -hmm. And these businesses answer to big business. They don't answer to us. We can't get into the process because of the big money. Isn't it true? The Republican Party's yeah, interested. No, I, th I, oh, think, I, I think that's absolutely correct. But I will say that the Democratic Party tends to create unrest. They fund groups like Antifa. And Trump actually had a press conference where he had the DOJ. He asked the DOJ to investigate Antifa because you've got 13 members of, of Biden's inner circle, his staffers, funding Antifa and giving uh, uh, contributions to Antifa. Yeah, well, look, I mean, who sent the ships to Iraq? Who sent you to Iraq? I mean, you know what I mean? I have no love. I went to, I went to Somalia and Afghanistan. Oh, right. That's I, all right. I, I, my apologies. I went to Iraq. That's okay. But, but who yeah, did that? Uh, but one on one time it was Bush. The other time it was Obama. Yeah, so. fucking A, man. You can't see the frustration. Like, we in the middle are getting lost. I just want something for my kid. Last question on this subject, Rocky. You are the Oakland County Republican Party chairman. Are the Republicans dead in Oakland County? Because... I don't even know who's running for county executive on the Republican ticket. Who's going to fill Elbrook's Patterson shoes? Who is this person? Mike Kowal's running. Uh, Did you anybody Senator, else know that? Uh, one of Brooks's confidants, one of his deputies that that Brooks went to to, to revitalize Oakland County. Um, you know, there's different. It changes. Macomb County used to be hardcore Democratic. Now it's hardcore Republican. Livingston's hardcore Republican in Oakland County. There's a lot of people that are moving into Oakland County and they're bringing instead of understanding why they're moving to Oakland County and what made Oakland County great. They're bringing their politics with them and they're voting for Democrats. And then we're just basically uh, willy nilly with with the money in Oakland County. So you're you're I'm right. Like you guys are starting to die away. You like. He, he left the bench. It's a battle. It's a battle. I'm not saying we're dying away. It's a battle, and we're going to be hand-to-hand uh, -hand in the precincts. That's how, how bad it's going to be in Oakland County. Oakland County is ground zero for this election. It really is. And Livingston County. Yeah. And, and as the chair, um, Baraki, what's, what's your strategy? I mean, how are you? Because I do hear people that are not so party loyal. They're actually looking for somebody that's going to do something to make a difference in their quality of life, regardless of whether or not they're a Republican or a Democrat. I hear a lot of people um, that are fearful on the Democratic side that this Biden-Harris ticket may duplicate Hillary Clinton's uh, bid. So, you know, everybody's not happy with our with, with the options. What's your strategy? Yeah, well, you're absolutely right, Karen. And what our strategy is, we're going to focus on specific precincts where we can make an impact, where we can bring our, our voters out and appeal to the the independents and the conservative uh, left to or the conservative, the right-leaning left, if there is such a thing, to, to come back to the Republican Party or support the Republicans. These are people um, that do not want to defund the um, police. These are people that do not want to pay $2,000 extra and property taxes to pay for transit for a bunch of empty buses. Um, These are people that are looking to educate their kids and make sure that their streets are safe um, and that the government's out of their pocket. Um, that doesn't sound like a strategy. That sounded like talking points. Like I said, we're going to be in precincts. I'm not going to lay out which precincts we're going to be in, but Why we're not? going to be campaigning specifically in precincts. I want to make sure I'm home wide. when you're there What's in that? the precinct. I want to make sure I'm there when I actually see a Republican in Oakland County working for my vote. 
Because I'm telling you right Charlie, now. Charlie, we're not going to be knocking on your door. Trust me. That's right. We're <laughs> not knocking on your door. <laughs> Are you going to come knocking on mine? I would. I would. I made a breaking news announcement months ago that I'm an independent. And somebody come convince me for my vote. Forget about Trump. Not happening. Biden, not happening. Uh, hey, the libertarians never even called me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, but Charlie, Charlie, you live in Ferndale. No, I, I don't. Uh, you re- got that Republican, wrong. For a Republican to win in Ferndale, they'd have to make water into wine and all kinds of other stuff. They'd have to run as a Democrat. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't live in Ferndale, but that's okay. Now listen. I thought you did. Now see, this, there, you, there you go. And I thought the Atlantic was just doing a correction. Fake but news. no, they're admitting it's all false. Fake news. Ah. Fake news. <laughs> All right, I'm going to look up where you live once we're done. Okay, um, listen, uh, uh, the rant that's coming up next is brought to you by ADR Consultants. Uh, You know it's COVID, man. Let's just go like this. You got a project going on, your house, you can't get it finished. Something like that. Something as small as that. How to deal with City Hall, how to deal with the contractors. You call ADR. You're building an apartment, apartment complex and the mayor's jamming you up, you call ADR. If you're a a public safety outfit, and you're looking for technology, shot spotter, this kind of stuff, you call ADR. If you're looking to get your process tight, get your job done, and get it done on time and on budget, you call ADR. You call Barry Ellentuck at ADR. Honest, ethical, smart. I'm serious. My kitchen's done. I had to get some stuff done, and it's done. And a lot of people can't get stuff done. Call ADR. 248-318-9424 for a consultation. ADR consultants, get the job done. 248-318-9424. Not kidding. I told you people, I don't, I don't hawk stuff I don't use. I did Manscape, I used it. <laughs> Yaldo, right. I went there. Unfortunately, you used it here. I did, and I never cleaned up the pubs. Uh, and on camera, no less. It was, it was a big hit. Gross. Big hit. They, they sold out. So here's the thing. Right here, see this? Here's the thing about it, Rocky, about COVID and these emergency orders and all this, and like you're saying, the conflicting emergency orders by the governor. Here's the deal. I'm at the hardware store the other day looking over tape measures, see? And there's a guy in the same aisle wanting to look over the tape measures, too. And he's wearing a surgical mask, and that's good, but it's tucked under his chin like a paper bathing thong. Not so good. Worse, the guy's like right up on me. I mean like right up on me. Like he's getting ready to mount a baby alpaca at the county fair. So this bothers me. I don't know the guy. I don't live with him. He's endangering me, bro. But management isn't going to compel him. They don't need the trouble. And there are no health inspectors around. So what are you going to do? I'll tell you what you do. Walk away. No, you don't. You turn around and you point six feet of yellow ribbon (laughs) square at the guy's chest. That's what you do. And he gets the message and he apologizes and you both laugh. Because the guy doesn't know what six feet looks like. He doesn't own a tape measure yet. Remember? And that's the thing. Nobody knows. Hey, what, Charlie. Yeah. You're interrupting my rent. Pleasant, was this a hardware store in Pleasant Ridge? No, it wasn't in Pleasant Ridge. Wrong again. <laughs> Wrong again. You're the, you're the feds, Rocky. <laughs> you're never filling in on this show, Rocky. Accuracy above all. Yeah. Yeah. I nailed <laughs> that one. All right. So what do you do? Nobody knows what six feet is. And every day, fewer people seem to care. 
The pandemic response has become a muddled stew of conflicting governmental guidelines, selfish behavior from the citizens, and a governor who insists on holding on to power to control the social behavior of people who don't seem to want to be controlled. Unlock Michigan. Governor Whitmer and her public health brain trust, who kept Michigan in a state of emergency since March, like to quote the CDC's golden rules as justification. And what are those? And believe me, it takes a minute to find this shit. A, wear a mask in public settings. B, stay at least six feet from other people who are not from your household in both indoor and outdoor spaces. That's including the mask. But who's really doing that? So I decided to check, and I took my tape measure around for a couple of days, and it turns out almost nobody is, and we all know it. Consider the homeless guy who came up to my window for a buck. He didn't have on a mask, so I pull out the measuring tape. I put a paper dollar right here in the little slot at the end on that steel tip right there, and I ask him, can you please back up five feet, bro? Right? I'm not going to throw a water bill at the guy, am I? I mean, he deserves dignity. He's a human. Now, some school districts have in-person classes five days a week. Some are fully online. My daughter goes half-time. There's no rhyme, no reason, no statewide response. The governor kicked the can on that one. Again, see, president, governors, blah, 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 blah. So I drive the carpool sometimes. Four teenage girls in a car. Ay, ay, ay. Six feet of distance is an impossibility. Three of their parents... Take one in the truck. Get in the back with the dog. I hear you. <laughs> Dig. Three of their parents work in healthcare, you know, around sick people. So what are you going to do? At a downtown restaurant, I saw some union guys come in for lunch. They're wearing masks. That's good. That's the law. And then it's time to eat. And they take their masks off. That's allowed by the emergency order, too. But now they're just a foot apart, breathing, chewing, and burping on one another. Hey, they're blue collar. But I assume they don't share a household. So how does that work? There's the postal carrier hand delivering the mail, the bus stop commuters in their oxygen tanks, the skate park punks and their youthful disdain for authority, God bless them, the dogmen of the dog run, the drive through window worker at Arby's. Huh? That's not six feet. Nobody's doing the 72 inches thing. Half the time, the governor herself doesn't appear to be six feet from her own sign interpreter at those press conferences that she's afraid to let the press attend. The curve is flattened. There's no surge in the hospitals. COVID deaths are way down. And people don't care so much anymore. I'm not saying it's not around. We can't be careful. But why can't we have democracy back and have the state legislature reclaim its constitutional role as a check and balance to executive power? Why can't Whitmer just issue emergency safety orders through the state health department, as happened in June, when her director finally figured out that nursing home workers should be tested? And he did it again yesterday when he laid down some rules for visiting the old folks outside the nursing homes. The governor's recently defended her, her decision by saying any attempt to strip away the powers of the governor during this crisis is irresponsible, dangerous, and foolish. But the thing is, they're not her powers. They're emergency powers. And they lapse. That's correct. They, and they lapse when the emergency, the emergency is over. 
And if this is still a crisis, then why are the casinos open? Hmm. Charlie, you're right. Absolutely. That's why people need to get out and sign Unlock Michigan petitions this week because uh, we're going to be collecting them and turning them into the Secretary of State so that we get Unlock Michigan, get the legislature back involved in the decision-making process with the governor. What should it be? What should it look like, though, Rocky? I mean, we don't have a national protocol. What should Michigan look like? Because I do think that it's backwards. No, I no, think no. It's we do. We do have a. We do have a national protocol, and I, I'm going to fight back on that. We okay. have a national protocol on specific CDC guidelines and on the basic guidelines. overwhelming, overarching uh, amount that we buy for to keep in reserves that FEMA keeps in reserves and the NIH keeps in reserves. But each state, remember, we're a United States. We have the 10th Amendment to the Constitution, and each state, each governor, has to put in their own protocols. They get direction from the administration. They still speak with the governor. Whitmer speaks to the administration. She still speaks to FEMA, and she still gets guidance. So the, the governor should actually include the legislature in the decision-making process, and it should be transparent. I'm tired of Whitmer talking about how transparent she is when she's neither. Absolutely. She's not transparent, Look, and she's not governing. You got all that, I completely agree with Charlie. You got all that Trump mumbo-jumbo behind you. You got a nice blazer on, but I I, I, was, I, I agree. Transparency. I, That's it. I'm not a Republican. Everybody knows that. And I'm not a Democrat, right? And I don't think— You're people, an enigma. I'm, I'm the majority of this country. And I don't think people on the hard left should be called progressives. Progressive is something you accomplish. It's not a political title. You're the hard left. There's the hard right. I want competency. I want openness. I want a plan. I will follow it. There is a pandemic. This is, like Trump said, a very deadly flu. I want one consistent plan. And I want somebody to have the balls to do it. As you started off with your rant earlier, brother, you said, oh, well, the masks and then the, the, the no masks and then, uh, you know, it's, it's mumbo jumbo. We've never had anything on the jails, nothing on the prisons, nothing on the nursing homes of any substance. And you just told me it's science and none of us get it. Not buying it. <laughs> Mark. Amen. Amen. Well, it'd be nice if. Uh... Mark's a libtard. Did, did you agree with that? Well, according to the mail. Oh, no, I know. Believe me, I know. I see it all the time yeah. from both sides. Um, it would be nice if we didn't have to have any of these rules or regulations if people were just do what they should do, which is wear a mask and stay away from people. But Yeah, but also remember, Mark, remember it's hygiene, too. People yeah, need to people wash their nasty. hands. And, and, and there are, are so many people. What's that? People are nasty. They don't wash their hands. If you're in a public restroom, they use the restroom and come out. You see people digging in their nose while they're driving. People are nasty. And that is the problem. They don't wash their hands and they probably don't wash their behinds. They're nasty. You know what, Karen? It's I, funny I you say like that. Think, you got it in I'd my like head. Every time I take a, a dump, <laughs> every yes. time I take a dump, I got Karen going through my head. I swear to God. I'm like, what would Karen think? How, how long should I watch this? Should I touch it with my elbow? I swear. It's, it's like... I. I, I'm, I'm serious. Good. It happened. Like everybody, everybody, everybody should. Just like people wearing glo wearing gloves, and, and people keep asking me, Karen, let's meet for lunch. Let's meet for dinner. No, I'm not going out to eat right now. I'm going to eat at home and talk to you on the phone. But people have on latex gloves. Unless you change those gloves with every surface you touch, you are cross contaminating. This is this is stuff that I've been thinking about. Period. When I would go into the studio, I'd always sanitize it after the person before me, and I clean it. 
these are things we should be doing anyway. That's not being a germaphobe. That's just being clean. So here's, Nobody wants to do us the Howard me. Hughes of Detroit. Whatever. Here's the other problem I had. I got my hair cut the other day. And I'm hey, this is great. You just turned everybody's mics down. Well, it's... It fuck like a fucking Mark. That's what's great about having like a You took executive order. He wants to talk. So he's like, I run the board. I'm chatting it up. I'm chatting it up. I und- it's my mic. I paid for this mic. I've done it for you too. So. <laughs> but I'm getting my hair cut the other day and I'm talking to the lady who's doing it. And I'm just naturally COVID comes up because it affects every single person. Um, which is probably Trump, you know, a problem for Trump because it actually affects people's daily life. But anyway, I digress. So I was asking about, you know, have you had people come in? who don't want to wear masks. And she said, you know, it's really funny. When this all started, we had a handful of people who came in and said they don't want to wear masks. You know, you're still on private. This is a private business. It's up to them. They didn't want you in there unless you had a mask on. That's kind of what drove me nuts about all the mask things. And she said, ever since the mandate from the government, they haven't had one person like that. Almost like magically people are starting to listen Mm -hmm. to authority, which I don't necessarily believe, but it's almost... It had to had, that had to happen for people uh, to listen Mark, to it. I well, would also I, say I know it's listen. I know it's one anecdote, but I still think it's it's pretty apt. I, I look. Mark, Mark, I would have to say it's also remember the access to masks. We didn't have a lot of masks out there in the public, and now they're accessible I, anywhere and everywhere. I think that's kind of crazy because anybody could have made a mask. My, my, yeah, my but beef you also was, have people that don't know how to wear a mask. You've got people that their nose is ex- exposed, or like Charlie said, there's what did you call it? A chin thong? <laughs> what did you call chin, it? You can call I it mean, a chin thong. And this is the other thing too. Um, people are out in the open air with their mask on by themselves, like or they're in their cars driving alone with their masks yeah, on. I don't get Those that. things can be counterproductive. Like we do have an immune system that we have to to protect. I mean. That's what I'm saying. Nobody knows what to do. Everybody's just guessing as they go along. And and again, I mean, yes, everybody. Re- remember, like Rocky said, there was a uh, um, a deficit of mass in the beginning, and nobody in government figured out how to prioritize them right. towards yep. nursing homes. It, and it really messed up the message, too, because you tell us not to wear a mask, now you're telling us to wear a mask, because people, when things change as quickly... I agree. As, I think that, that yeah. was stupid. Well, that was th- stupid. You know, things have been changing really fast with how people understand the virus and what to do with it. And again, and, I, and that's really yeah. messing with people's minds. And stop, stop it with, with the the upper echelons of the people that represent us in the state. Stop picking, you yeah. know, media to go on and, and drop the talking I, points. Because well, the, the governor's saving lives. No, listen, the hey, United States Charlie. death rate. The United States death rate on COVID is fifty nine per one hundred thousand. Michigan's is 65 per 100,000. Well, we're leading uh, neighboring states. We don't have neighboring states. We're surrounded by fucking frigid lakes where nobody comes to visit. Yeah. No. Stop it. Data. Right? Come on. Just do the work. Now, look. We're going to do lightning round on the news here, folks. Then we're going to get to a little 9-11 remembrance. But the, the lightning round on the news is brought to you by Hall Financial. Remember... They're at an all-time low, these mortgage <laughs> rates. Guess what I did? You know that kitchen I just told you that I've been planning forever to redo? Guess yes. how I did it. How'd you do it? All financial. Look, you can pull some money. I'll get your kitchen done. You can, you can get that house, right? You can pull a home equity loan. You can refi, right? They get the job done twice as fast as their competitors. That's why they have over 2,000 five-stars reviews. Listen to me, folks. I keep telling you. I'm using them. I'm doing all right. Use them. 
And if you're not using them today, stick it on your fridge. Here's the number. 248-308-5000. I knew that. I just wanted to get it right. Very simple. Right. DavidHallMortgage.com. 248-308-5000. Listen, they can do a virtual appraisal. They don't have to come in with their fucking COVID shit and, and the mask all wrong, right? And and they're like four feet away. You know what I mean? Like, get away. Get away. Get away. Look, you want to see how far it's... For those of you listening... How far is that? For those of you are watching, if you're listening too bad... And you did measure me. We are six feet Mark six feet apart? Yes. Yeah, we are, believe it or not. But we're not wearing the mask. Come get... Come are we supposed to? Yeah, we're... Yeah, hey, hey, uh... Mannequin, can you get us both? No, he can't, but my hand's holding it up. There it is. There's it. the end. Get your fucking COVID hand off my tape measure. <laughs> oh, this, now you gotta clean it. Now you gotta clean the measuring tape. <laughs> oh. This come on, Rocky. All right, am I excused now? No. Don't leave us. This this is six feet. This is how far it is. Don't leave us, Rocky. I have to go. Wait, like go on. where? Lightning. I have important things to do. Oh, wait. And Rocky, don't forget. No, you don't. I'm a member, Rocky, don't forget. I'm a member of AEI. I have my conservative views, too. I know. I love it. I, I keep telling the, the people that I, across the board, my, my friends in the, in the African-American black community, saying, walk away from the Democratic Party. They offer nothing for you. I'm not a party person. I, I want to know Karen's what's going to do. Fur- I have voted across party lines. I'm looking for the person that's going to make sense. Karen's a 100%. fur person. Karen puts her furs in storage. <laughs> what did you say, Charlie? You're a fur person. You put your minks yeah. in storage. Karen furs, is guns, a pi- let's, see gun. <laughs> let's see your gun. Let's see your gun. Let's see it because you're in, you're in your room and it's not brandishing. Oh, fuck. Pointing at the camera, Karen. Nice. No. Nice. <laughs> what was there's that? Another one, there's another one over there. Oh, just look at that. Karen, like, do not mess with Karen, Rocky. Oh, by the way, Hall Financial, NMLS, number 1467435. Real quick, let's do a quick rundown. Everybody gets one comment per news story. Um, Chief Craig called me the other night to thank the No Bullshit News Hour and reach out to Detroit Red, our correspondent, for being the only people talking sense and backing him. There's no city council people backing him. There's no ministers, not the mayor, not the governor. Him and the cops, he and the cops are on their own. And he said to tell Red, hey, Red, I know you're listening, brother. He said, quote, say, tell Red, wow, my man, my motherfucking man. Because it's, here's the news. Detroit. Shootings have gone up at a higher percentage than Chicago. Chicago had 10 murders over Memorial Day weekend or Labor Day weekend. We had six. They had 40 shootings. We had 21. They're four times bigger. If we were Chicago, that'd be 24 murders and 85 shootings. That's why Detroit remains the most dangerous city. And when you keep stomping around doing your protesting and tearing shit up, Mrs. Jones in the neighborhood, a very rugged place, has no police. So... Where's it at? Uh, right here. So on the Charlie, hun- let me go first on that one. Okay, let me, I'm going to give you this. Not, on the 100-day anniversary of the marches, 100 days of marching, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. United States District Court Judge Lori Mickelson issued a two-week temporary restraining order against the Detroit police that they were celebrating. Okay, the press likes that. We all like it, and you got it wrong. And the chief knows we know. And I know the chief's listening. Here's what the judge wrote. They got nothing. There's nothing to celebrate. 
Number one, the judge ruled for 14 days now, moratorium. Using striking weapons, including but not limited to batons and shields, chemical agents, yeah. including but not limited to tear gas or prepper spray or rubber bullets against any individual peacefully engaging in protest or demonstrations who does not pose a physical threat to the safety of the public or police. Isn't Duh! That yeah. anyway? Duh! Here's, here's my comment. Here's my comment. You're you're taking the handcuffs off the prisoners and you're putting them on the police. No, and this is no, this is no. why I'm see, a Republican because there, I do not see, believe in defunding Again, the listen to the no bullshit news. There's a comma here, right? In yeah, listen. Sentence? Yeah. Against any individual peacefully engaging in protest. That's already encodified. You can't That's do that. Saying. Yep. That, Next yeah. one. No using chemical agents or sound cannons against a person's peacefully engaging in protest or demonstrations without an audible warning in a reasonable amount of time to disperse. Meaning, after 14 days, it is okay to pepper people <laughs> with tear gas and not give them a warning? They give them warnings. They gave them warnings for an hour. Next one. Placing a chokehold um, or ramming a vehicle on any individual attending a demonstration. Chokeholds are banned by the Detroit Police Department. Again, nothing. Finally. Tightening the zip ties or handcuffs placed on any individual to the point that the restraints cause physical injury. You mean they were doing that before and they get to do it after? That is illegal. And finally, arresting any demonstrators en masse without probable cause. Hello? <laughs> There's no win here. I, I'm so glad you brought this up because to me it feels like this is just, uh, okay, we'll put it down in paper so you know this is how it always has been anyway okay and, and pacify him, i suppose and i know yeah. what i know what people do they're gonna go yeah hey, rocky look rocky might be a trump guy but he's he's an accomplished person who's been around this planet and rocky thought well you handcuffed the police because it was misreported it was done for drama yep. believe me you fuck around the police are coming I, that's remember i talk to people that's right so here's right. what here's what we got what do you guys make of this? Here's the question. That night, though, I'm not blaming the whole group, and I actually support what they're talking about in terms of justice and police retraining. We all know this. We need this and money to get to the places it needs to be. Um, some asshole decided to spray paint the slave-owning, land-stealing General Alexander McComb downtown near the Book Cadillac Hotel. Can we put the picture up? It should be up in three, two, two. one. Okay, let or me. Or not. It will be up. There it is. Okay, there. Now, some are listening, some are watching. It says slave owner, which he did, because we didn't know that about Michigan, did we? That there were actually people in bondage here. And below it, it said, you know, he took land from the Algonquin people, yeah, yeah. my people, my people. And look what it says right there it says <laughs> land. The TF. F. <laughs> the F? Land thief. Land thief. Yeah, yikes. It meant it's thief, bro. It's spelled T H I E F. Yeah. Not T H E I F. So the question, Rocky, is do you think these guys are from Harvard? Yes. Thief. Oh, and I don't have the picture, but somebody late. Do you have the next one? Somebody, I don't know. somebody tried to edit it. It's paint. That's yeah, kind of hard tried to edit to, paint. They tried but, to like yeah. paint over no, Charlie. it. Charlie. You asked me a, a question, I said yes, but realistically, let me just add on to this and say that 
without Chief Craig, I don't know where Detroit would be. He's one of the best things we've got going in Southeast Michigan. And my hat's off, and I salute Chief Craig and all the men and women that have served in the DPD, DP, DFD, and all the men and women that have served uh, in the police and fire. They really deserve our hats off. Every I, I every branch of service, every career field has their good people and their bad people. I, I you know, support and, good police, right? And I'm a critic. I'm, I'm a, I support police. I raise money for their widows, their orphans, right? Many of them are, yeah. are friends of mine. Uh, I don't like the bad ones at all. Having said that, I've criticized this department under the chief's stewardship roundly and with data. I disagree with their strategy. Crime has done shit. We've been, uh, data's been fudged. Having said that, I thoroughly support this guy being here now, what he's doing, and if you get rid of him, what are you going to replace him with? Be careful what you wish for. Right, he's, he's, he's conducting good leadership in terms I of abuse. for mayor. Right? And, and I'm going to and I'm going to encourage people to do this. There are a lot of community people, a lot of, you know, just people that are out that do support the chief and the police department and they are becoming the silent majority and so people from the outside are saying that oh our police are this and our chief is that that's not true and those who feel otherwise need to speak up and speak out in his support don't but again don't, don't criticize in public but and again i'm sorry it. like like trump like whitmer like um uh the chief like many things investment opportunities, development downtown. You don't get a COVID mulligan. You don't get it. That doesn't mean that the job that's been accomplished is acceptable. But we're in a moment in time. And how this is being handled, I think I agree with. If, if they're abusive, I'm going to be there too. I've taken shit from the cops. I've had my ass beat. Right? When they ask you to disperse, disperse. That's a legal order. The judge even said it. Peaceful, right. lawful demonstrators. They're not, right. they're not dropping bombs on people not taking over the street. Keep on marching, man. Keep on marching. And march your ass to fucking City Hall. Because I will tell you what. Next piece of news. There is a skyscraper in Chicago called One Chicago Square. It looks remarkably similar to the bullshit Dan Gilbert was giving us down at the Hudson site. Okay? It's going to be 980 feet tall. Sound familiar? It's going to have an observation deck. Sound familiar? They broke ground last year. They brought the property for $110 million. We gave it to Dan Gilbert for a buck. Mm -hmm. They came up with financing of $850 million. We gave Dan Gilbert $650 million of public money, not including the interest, with no financing. Okay? This place is... Not built with public money, as far as my research shows me so far. Why have they built 40 floors in one year? That includes a COVID shutdown. Why will this thing be done by 2022 and we got nothing downtown? Why did the brokest city in America give this billionaire money? Hey, protesters, stop with the games and do the math. Rocky, where are the Republicans on padding billionaires' pockets with the public money. Well, we're not fans of, of picking winners or losers or passing out money like it's a, a welfare check to, to wealthy people. Um, and we, we believe in giving a hand up. But there is one interesting thing that you didn't talk about. There's a difference between Detroit and Chicago. 
Chicago obviously has a very vibrant downtown and vibrant communities. There, there are arterial, arterial living areas of the, of the city and Detroit doesn't. We focused everything on that three by three square mile and forgotten the little neighborhoods, the streets off of Livernois, the streets off of six mile, the streets off of seven mile. And that's what we need to really do, redevelop those areas if we're going to really have a vibrant Detroit. And yet your boy Donald Trump allowed Dan Gilbert to basically write the downtown as an Opportunity Zone tax dodge. Your guy Trump. Made a rich guy no, 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 I think no, no. It doesn't go by my guy Trump. Oh, now he's not your the guy. President. But actually, if you look at this, this goes way back to the Bush administration of forty-one, and even in the Clinton administration, yes. where you looked at hub zones and, and redevelopment zones and tax credits. Okay, Rocky. Karen. What? 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 Karen? No, I'm just saying with brownfield, the brownfield credits. I mean, Gil- yeah. Gilbert, Gilbert went. I'm, I'm, I'm saying if it, that was supposed to go for development that you're saying is needed in this city. Dan Gilbert didn't need that. He didn't need to take advantage of an opportunity zone, nor should he have been able to do so. Or the, or Wait a minute. The, the, well, listen, why let, shouldn't he? Let me see. If, if it's available to you and me, why isn't it available to him? Because he wrote it. Should be blind. We should be blind to, to who's got what, and we should be blind to Watch color this. of skin. Watch we should this. Be judging. Oh, listen. Nobody else has gotten an Opportunity Zone tax credit like this. Dan Gilbert lobbied the state legislature. He got it. Nobody else got it. Give the freaking money back. Next, demolition news. Oh, The federal corruption probe continues. It's alive and well with my discussion with people in Washington. Take it to the bank. It's alive and well. I'll give you some words. Ongoing subpoenas interview, forensic analysis. This thing should be wrapped up by the end of winter, if not sooner. There's a civil side, fraud, and there's a criminal side, and there's a public corruption side. There's grand juries. When the mayor is in the middle of a collapse, financial collapse, in the broken city in America, in a pandemic, he's asking you to tax your home for $250 million. Ask yourself what it's for. Is it to pay the feds back? These are called fraudulent claims. You have to pay back yeah. plus interest. Beware. A couple things will happen. Biden will win. He'll take Duggan with him or Whitmer. And all this goes away because he who holds power holds power. Two, the feds hit next month. The feds hit after the election. Screw some shit up here. Or the feds don't move at all. Because part of the thought here is Detroit can't afford to pay back for the fraud. And if you don't think there's fraud, then why we had over four years of federal investigation? Why have we had convictions? Remember the mayor told me on tape these these contracts and prices were absolutely pre-negotiated. That's called collusion. So, Karen, I'm going to ask you. What do you you would have to pay for proposition and in the two hundred fifty million dollars? Do you believe the mayor and do you want to pay this? No and no. And I also remember him saying that in making sure that those those bids were predetermined that he lost sleep over it. Very interesting consolation for somebody doing something that 
quite frankly, is illegal. So 250 additional, uh, 250 million additional dollars in proposal in, no, not at all. Not as a lifelong Detroiter, not as someone who pays an astronomical amount in taxes already, as well as insurance. The answer is no, which means that we need to think very strategically about how we vote in this upcoming election for several reasons. Like you said, Charlie, is he going? Is Whitmer going? What are we left with? What does that mean? Now you're going to make me start thinking Republican here. <laughs> it's yes. like, about it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Two big thumbs up but, from Rocky. But the head of the ticket's Trump, Karen. That's um, all right. Now I'm back. That's all right. We invite you. We invite you to vote for President Trump. We invite you. We invite the entire African-American community to, to leave what well, I wouldn't say that. Well, don't say that because, because Rocky, they're 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 black people that are Republicans, just like they're white people that are Democrats. So exactly. I don't think that, that there's exactly. big, but, think, but again, there is but Democrats and Biden has made the comment that what did he say? He but, said you know that what, you're, you're not a Democrat if you're not or you're but, not. But, a, yeah, he got in trouble for black, that. But, but, but Biden, there's also an interview circulating from back from, I think, 1998, where he called black people savages. So. People have to do their homework and decide who's the worst of the two. At this point, everything Biden. that you're doing is every, that's Biden. your opinion. But everything, no, it's proven. These, everything that both of these parties and these candidates are doing is exploitative. It is. Lesser of the two evils is still evil. Who's the fuck the libertarian candidate? Where are you, clown? I'll tell you. you what they're doing. They're, they're busy you. mending their woolly sweaters and their bad haircuts. <laughs> Get busy with the third party. Christ almighty. Listen, let me just, let's get out. I promise to keep it short. I want to just. Yeah, I got to get going, man. Okay, just stay here, Rock. Just listen to this for a second. Don't leave us, Rock. I want to thank you for your I service, I need to go. Rock. This flag here, it's very crispy and old. 9-11. Remember, we were all flying these. We, yep. we, we all decided we meant something to each other. Here we go. It was November, cold. I'm driving on the Brooklyn-Queens Expressway from Queens, my home, through Brooklyn, over the Brooklyn Bridge, to Ground Zero that I covered. And it was back-to-back traffic, and I saw this laying in the freeway. And I got out of my car, and I picked it up, and it's been in my car every day for the last 19 years. I shall never forget, and I shall never forget the moment when we all decided that we could fulfill the promise of this. We haven't gotten there. There's a lot of ugliness behind it. The promise is the most beautiful I know. And I will never forget it or those who died. Those who know nobody's skin color, nobody's class, nobody's political affiliation. A firefighter from Squad One Brooklyn got out of bed. His alarm went off. He made the bridge and two tunnels to get there, to run up into that building, to meet his death. I'll never forget it. We can be this. A couple months later, I'm up on the Empire State Building, on the needle, on the part outside with the glowing red aviation ball, because that is a, a radio antenna. It needs to be tuned and maintained. The light bulb went out. I went out with the guy who has that contract, Tom Silliman, and we climbed up on it, and we put our legs over the crow's nest, and we're hanging in the wind, Drinking a beer, looking down, way down at the end of the island at Ground Zero. It's really hazy, white light. And he looks to me, and he said, guy from Indiana, simple guy, salt of the earth. He says, why do they hate us? And when, when we reunite, 
We can fix ourselves. So I'm thinking today, Tom asked me, why do they hate us? I need to ask you all, why are we hating each other? We ought not to. We should fulfill this promise. And that was beautiful, Charlie. I concur. Thanks we need to stop service. being afraid of each other too. stop. And people always say, how do we connect? The first thing you can do is look the other person in the eye and speak. It is a tremendous uh, barrier breaker. And Just listen. try it. Just and try listen. It. For, this, for this whole hour, this no BS news hour, if there was one worthwhile moment for being on this show, it's the last uh, little comments that Charlie just made. Thank you. What do you mean? <laughs> I thought it was your interest. Everything else was garbage. <laughs> Everything else was garbage. And that last uh, two minutes of what, what, your monologue and Karen's comments were were, were heartwarming. So look. Now brother, it's time for me to go. Okay. And, you, you're hey, just let me, let me first. Let me just no, first say, no. everybody, everybody needs to go on DonaldTrump.com, uh. sign up, check out the, the president, or go to OaklandGOP.org, OaklandGOP.org, or DonaldTrump.com, sign up, come on board, join us, and let's make America, or let's keep America great, like that sign says right there. I just America's tried, not I great. Just, I just tried getting onto that, that Oakland County Republican says this page Country. not found, bro. <laughs> It's not great. It has Until its it's problems. Hey, 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 you two. I think you already forgot what Charlie was talking about. There we go. <laughs> it lasted two minutes. You guys are already yelling at each other. No, hey, Karen started it. I love Karen Rocket. I, I love Karen. Let me say this, though, but be, before we go. Yeah. It's also important not to let politics be divisive. Sure. I can disagree with you. That doesn't mean that I dislike you or that I disrespect you. That's the issue. People are like, oh, I hate Trump support. I, that's who Rocky supports. Rocky and I disagree on some things. Rocky is a brother to me. I don't dislike right or on. disrespect him because we have different political views. We need to stop letting things like that be divisive. They Content should not be. Now, if he, goes, if, he goes and if he goes and joins the Klan, we'll have a different conversation. But until then... Right, that won't happen. <laughs> right. Content that of the character. Happen. So, as always, hey, Rocky, really do appreciate it. Uh, I love being on. Um, thanks everybody thanks for listening see you next week and remember try to love one another sun in the sky you know how I feel breeze drifting on by you know how I feel it's a new dawn it's a new day it's a new life for me, yeah, it's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me, ooh, 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 ooh. and I'm feeling good. Fish in the sea, you know how I feel. River running free, you know how I feel Blossom on the tree, you know how I feel It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me And I'm feeling good And fly out in the sun You know what I mean, don't you know? 
butterflies all having fun You know what I mean Sleep in peace when day is done That's what I mean And this old world is a new world And a bold world for me shine, you know how I feel, send out the pine, you know how I feel, 